Welcome to Life Point with your host, Pastor Tom Doherty. Hi, folks. Thanks for listening today. May God richly bless you as he always does because he's a God who loves us, cares for us, and has a tremendous desire to see us grow in him. Our Heavenly Father, thank you for this great day. Thank you for this great radio station that gives us all an opportunity to share the good news of the gospel and the good news of the Bible. We want to share God's truth. We want people's life to be touched by the power of Almighty God. Lord Jesus, I pray you would be with us, that you would just touch us and you would guide our lives in everything we do and say. I give you thanks in the name of Jesus Christ, the Son of the living God. Amen. Well, today I want to talk about the Old Testament book, Daniel. If you've read Daniel, you know that he was a godly man, that he would not let anything get in the way of his relationship with Almighty God. Daniel's situation really is close to our situation in life. For most of his life, Daniel lived a life in, in the believing minority, in a pagan or heathen or ungodly world. Most of his life, from a teenager to death, he served under pagan kings. He never had the privilege of living around people who believed as he did. He had to live God around everyone else who chose not to. Just like many of us today, we have to live our faith around people who question faith and put their lives in the hands of the world instead of the hands of God. We need to be like Daniel and stand tall for our Lord. I'm going to get to Scripture a little later. In fact, uh, the Scripture might even, maybe not get to it today, but you're going to understand Daniel. All you have to do is open the book of Daniel and start reading the first chapter. That would really help me if you do that. But I'm going to refer to some Scriptures here, but I think it may be in tomorrow's message because I'm trying to follow a format that I laid out. But Daniel is important, so do me a favor. Read the book of Daniel this week, at least the first few chapters, so you can follow along with me. And you can open your Bible to Daniel as you're uh, listening today, if you would, if you would like, and recognize that God has something just tremendously in store for us. But um, one of the great lessons from the book is called is this: is that God is in charge. If we could really grasp on to the meaning of that, it would change our lives and change our thought patterns. He is in charge of nations, families, and each and every person in the universe. He is in charge of the good, the bad, the past, the present, and the future. He's in charge of happiness and sorrow, defeat and victories. It is said that the Old Testament book that every teenager should read is Daniel. Why? It's the book is full of history. It's full of prophecy. It's full of prayer. It's full of lions, dreams, and visions, and a fiery furnace, and more. Incredible adventures with amazing escapes. Why wouldn't we have our, our youth read these, this book? You can't write anything this good. And to know it's the Word of God, it's meant to transform our lives and to look deep into God's desires for all of us. You know, it's amazing as we read about dreams and interpretations and how God worked. You know, Daniel was such a man of God and had such a deep uh, love for God. And Daniel's dreams are fulfilled. We find that in the fourth chapter, and, and, and we, we see all sorts of things take place. And, of course, the den of lions we'll talk about in the sixth chapter. But there's so many things that, that is so real and true to us today. Sometime this book is, sometimes this book is said to be about Daniel and his three friends. 
that also would stand up for God. You know them, if you know the Bible, as Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. And if you don't know the Bible very well, those are the three that were thrown into the fiery furnace, which we'll talk about. But I want to give you a few particulars about Daniel. He lived approximately 400 years after David and around 600 years before Jesus Christ. As the book opens, we see Daniel and his friends being forcibly taken from their homes in Jerusalem and deported to Babylon. Babylon was a very sinful country. You can read about that. They were a sinful country over the many years. They were going through a huge change in their lives. Here they would have to deal with the choice to fall in line with a sinful, non-godly life or take a stand and possibly die. How do you like that choice? You know, you either fall in, you give in to the world, or you take a stand. What would your choice be, folks? How would you handle that? Most of you over the years have heard the two major stories Daniel that Daniel covers in his book, the three young men that were thrown into the fiery furnace, and Daniel being thrown into the den of lions. While Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego defied the orders of King Nebuchadnezzar to bow down to a gold god and was made, and every time the horns sounded, uh, every time they, they were told, every time the horn sounds, they need to bow down and worship the false god. And so everybody did it. But let me tell you who didn't. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. The boys refused to do it. And the king was so angry, he ordered the fire to be seven times hotter than normal. Can you imagine that? Seven times hotter. Amazing thing. Because he wanted those people to die. He wanted them not to make it because they were defying his orders. But the guys told the king they would never bow down to a false god. And the God of heaven would watch over them. Whether they lived or died, the God of heaven would be with us. They would stand up for their creator. See, the king was all the more mad when they said that. And so he had them tied up and thrown into the raging fire. Listen to this, folks. It was so hot that the guard who threw them in died. The king watched. But the king, the Bible says, arose with amazement when he looked into the fire And there was four people walking, unbound in the fire. And he said the fourth one looked like the son of God's. He got them out of the fire. Their clothes were not even scorched. Their hair was not even scorched. They did not even smell of a fire. And he said, praise be to the God of these men. And put out a decree that if anyone talks against the God of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, that they will be killed. Of course, we see the incredible faith of all these men. And the example for us today is this. Though the world around us get us constantly to fall victim to the gods of the world, and you know what the gods of the world are, folks. Immorality, greed, selfishness. Hey, just read the fifth chapter of Ephesians and the Apostle Paul. You'll find out what they are. But the world tells us to compromise. Compromise with sin at every turn. It even ekes into the Christian communities, trying to get churches to change their moral codes, to be more accepting of social issues that are totally against God's word. We see it all the time. We've seen churches change radically in the last number of years to accept sin, accept the pattern of sin, the things that are deplorable to the things of God and the word of God. 
but yet we go along with it because we want the world to like us. Folks, we are headed in a path of destruction unless something changes. It is said that only 20% of America attends church. 20% of America. Yet 80% of America say they believe in God. You know, what is going on? What is happening? Well, folks, there's a huge price that we be paid for compromise. And that's this, the world is making that the world is making us give in. It's forcing us to give in. You don't have to be forced to do anything. Christians, we have to stand up. We have to be like the men that I just talked about. As we as we talk more, we're going to see what was happening uh, happening to these people. And the, and these guys were thrown into the fire and of course we know Daniel was thrown into the lion's den which we're going to read about shortly. In fact, I'm going to pick that up tomorrow. But I can tell you this. If we as Christian people, if we don't stand up for the things of God, nobody is going to stand up for the things of God. And I am I am so sure that God wants to work in our lives that we have to be able to put our faith in him and say, I'm going to go the extra mile. I'm going to pray for those needs that are out there. I'm going to pray for the people that are struggling. And you know what? If we do that, we will know that uh, God is in charge. We will know that God is there for us. But uh, as we see this story and we see these guys and this all these things going on and we see the enemy um, and we see Nebuchadnezzar being furious with Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. In fact, we find that in a, it says in a, uh, Daniel 3.13, Furious with rage, Nebuchadnezzar summoned Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. So the men were brought before the king. And Nebuchadnezzar said to them, Is it true, Shadrach, and Meshach, and Abednego, that you do not serve my gods or worship the image of gold I have set up? Now when you hear the sound of the horn, flute, uh, zither, lyre, uh, harp, and pipe, uh, all kinds of music, if you, are, if you don't fall down, you'll be thrown immediately into a blazing fire. Then what God will be able to rescue you, he said to them. What God will be able to rescue you? Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego replied, King Nebuchadnezzar, we do not need to defend ourselves before you in this matter. If we are thrown into the blazing furnace, that God we serve is able to deliver us from it, and he will deliver us from your majesty's hand. Boy, I'm telling you what, that's faith. That's faith believing. That's standing up for truth. People of God, stand up for what's right. Stop giving in to the things of the world and all the new philosophies, the new age philosophies, the new ideas, giving in to sin all over the place. As I've told you a few weeks ago, one of my desires this next year when it comes to coming up to May is I want our church to get so behind the day of prayer, the state and national day of prayer at the state house. I want our church to come out in force to believe. I hope you'll get your church out there. I hope we can have the greatest turnout we have ever had at our prayer rally in May. I hope we do because you know what? It's going to be prayer that turns this nation around. It's going to be honoring God first that turns this nation around. And people, we've got to do that. Tomorrow, I'm going to be talking about Daniel in the lion's den. I'm going to talk about the implications. People of God, let's you and I stand up. Let's you and I be a difference in a lost world. Let's allow the spirit of the living God to fall afresh in our lives every single day. People, bless you a bunch. Have a great day. 
LifePoint is a ministry of the Cloverdale Church of God. If you would like a copy of today's broadcast or would like more information about the church, please call us at 208-362-1700 or write to Cloverdale Church of God, 3755 South Cloverdale Road, Boise, Idaho, 83709. You may also visit us at our website, www.cloverdalechurch.org. Thank you for listening and have a blessed day.